Y'all, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining in for another episode of Therapy is Life, where thinking, feeling, and experiencing well-being is what we do. Today, we want to talk about relationships. Yes, what's up with relationships? They are so, so important, intimate relationships. In fact, let me start with this. To my panel over here, Naisha and Delilah, these great therapists and professionals. How y'all doing today? Beautiful. Great. Thank you for having us. You know, I love having y'all with me. Always. So we're going to be talking about relationships today. And I was thinking about something. You know, when we talk about health, one of the first things we talk about is eating. We talk about sleeping. We talk about working out. But guess what is the most important factor in long-term health and well-being? Your relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Yourself. I don't know if you were going to go that way. I don't know. <laughs> what else? What else could be? That was a good answer. What else could be? Y'all know? I will say this, that it is our relationships. Our oh, relationships man, play a very critical part of our mm-hmm. overall health and well-being and yes. in fact they statistically they say that men benefit from long-term stable relationships more than women oh wow yes okay that's right yeah men men benefit yeah. more from uh healthy relationships more than women and 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 I, and I find that fascinating but to to go a little farther but with relationships in particular with intimate relationships you know there's a there's a lot of challenges we see that 50 percent of marriages end in divorce in relationships there is a lot of domestic violence in relationships there's an emotional abuse yes. in relationships there's a lot of uh fidelity and inf- communication issues and i'm getting calls every day from people wanting couples therapy so I thought it would be essential for us to sit down and, and do some sessions and talk about relationships. Y'all better be listening now. <laughs> Don't just be listening, but I, I think you really need Actually to hear. Applying. Yeah. yeah, we need to apply this stuff. So, you know, I, I thought we would start with some discussion about couples therapy. And, you know, Delilah, what is your feel? What are some of the things you find in couples therapy? What are, well, it's always very interesting because usually usually when I get a call, I'll ask, was it a mutual consent or did you initiate? You know, I want to know who made a decision on how did you get here? That's the really thing that I really want to know. And then if they make a decision and they decide to come, well, what I think is very interesting is that even though couples come, there's a period that I take to see them individually. I think that they should be seen 
individually at some point. Okay. Because of the different value system, because of, you know, the different belief systems. Absolutely. You know, the different perceptions, you know, how they see each other spiritually or otherwise. Mm -hmm. And then when you think about couples, they come with everything. Absolutely. Anything that you can think of, that's exactly what they come with. It might be uh, uh, divorce, infidelity, uh, the children. I would say 90% of the business that I, the people that I see, rather, is communications. Mm. I'd say that's 98% okay. of the business. You know, yeah, it's the communications. That's and so then uh, I talk about culture, the differences, the differences with people of color, the way we communicate, and it is it, it is a difference. It is a difference in terms of most of the time when we communicate, we want to elaborate on everything. So if I ask the question, "How long you've been divorced?" Usually, people of color would say. A, a whole story, uh -huh. and then ten to fifteen <laughs> minutes will pass, mm -hmm. and then they'll give the answer. Yes, but say if I'm a white worker and I'm talking to a white family, immediately they'll say ten years. So mm. you do, there's a lot of so many factors mm -hmm. with couples. You know, a yeah. lot of cultural differences. You, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> when, I heard you say communication, and uh, you talk about cultural differences, mm -hmm. and oftentimes I think when I hear people talk about. Uh, relationships they'll the first thing they'll say is communication issues and and then when I when they come into my office I realize the communication issues are related to personality differences and so and perceptions mm -hmm. that's based on previous experiences and things that occurred in that relationship and so um, trying to get them to begin to really hear each other is really hard. Oh, say that, say that. Yeah, that's another thing. What mm -hmm. we're not taught to listen most of the time. You'll even see in preschool, uh, especially in elementary school, when the teacher has a question and people are talking, you raise your hand. But actually, that's really, if it happens at home, I want to say it's an interruption okay. because it depends on a lot of times the children's. Age. If they're young and you and they interrupt, let's say you have a child that's more passive, mm -hmm. and they're looking in the kitchen and they want potato chips and they point to it first. Now the oldest one, you're more aggressive, more assertive, and older. My, hey, mom, you walk over there and get the potato chips. That's yep, what she and wants. Then I get it. Mm -hmm. And immediately you've cut her off in terms of communications. Mm -hmm. You know, or we'll use the term. Uh, well, what's wrong? We're saying whatever you're doing, if you're crying, that is wrong. So we need to change our language, mm. even as couples, not just with the children, but as with couples also. So one of the things I, first of all, let me say this. I don't see that many couples, but I've been seeing couples probably for over 10 years now. And one of the things I like to do with couples very early on is do this little thing we do with a garbage can. So imagine the, the yeah. imagine imagine the that aluminum garbage can that everybody used to have with the aluminum top silver. Yeah, I would I would say to them, look at this garbage can, and I want you to tell me Great. as many different things you can use it for. And so Beautiful. Beautiful. they they will begin to come up with a list of things and different ways that they could use the garbage can and how to uh, and, and and different ideas. 
And when they got finished, I would ask the question. I would say, so how did you feel doing this? Um, how many things did you come up with? How do you feel you work together? Uh, did you enjoy it? Why? Mm -hmm. If you didn't enjoy it, why not? What, what problem was I trying to get you to solve? And the pro answer would be trying to figure out as many things you could you do with the garbage can. Did you notice your emotional state when you was doing it? Did you excellent, find it? Excellent. Did you find it to be easy? Mm -hmm. Then I would say, what if you could take that and transfer that to your communication about other type of problems? How mm -hmm. would that help you in terms yeah. of solving problems? Because one of the things people would not be defensive. They would, they, they could be objective. They could work back and forth without making it personal. Yes. So that, thus they that. was able to improve their communication. Mm -hmm. So much, why it's difficult for me in, 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 in couples therapy, people come in so, and we can get into this in the next episode, come in so defensive and on guard true, true. about things that they stop hearing each other. And so the communication goes, mm -hmm. because the woman is communicating and saying, look, I want to solve a problem. And the man is, is hearing it. It's like, oh my God, she's tripping. And Boom. So <laughs> now this is vicious cycle going on mm -hmm. and Lots nobody's being heard because we're looking at it not in a way to solve a problem. We're looking at it and saying, you're saying that I'm not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because listening is an art. Right. And um, you have to learn and acquire it like other things, you know, because we, I mean, I noticed our family, uh, this was years ago, but a sister came in with my sister, and she'd come to our house a lot. And one day she stood up. We were all at the table, and she said, she hit her hand on the table. I don't understand this family. You keep saying things like, she did, he did, it was. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yes, we let's would address know, the problem. Right? <laughs> yes, what is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and who is she? Mm -hmm. And they, and they, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's let's address the problem, but we we avoid it, and in in, so the communication stays stagnant. And then there's all these assumptions that we make about people and how they're feeling versus being able to yes. ask direct questions and understand where they're coming from. Yes. Because assumptions can be a mother. Jeez. <laughs> We can be all That's off in true. La La Land somewhere with That's our true. assumptions. And it might not have anything to do with the person, mm -hmm. the situation, the circumstances, places, things, everything. It might not even at all, you know. But sometimes we do that for our own comfort level. Right. Know, for our own level of we feeling insecure, but now I'm going to act like I'm secure. So I'm just going to assume that this is the way it should go and this is the way it should be. Right. You, you, I, I'm going to come back to it. You said something earlier about people needing individual therapy. And I want, I'm going to come back to that. But I'm curious about the whole idea. So we're talking about words. And oftentimes people will use words like always, never, should, should, yeah, could have, could have, and, and labels, calling people names. Yes. I, you know, one of my, speaking of name calling, one of, one of my best memories was working with this couple that they frequently use curse words just in talking. It's MF and this, MF and this, MF and this. Uh -huh. And so they talk that way. And so one time she comes in and says, look, I, I'm, I'm really mad at him because he called me an MF. And I'm like, but don't y'all talk like that all the time? Exactly. What's the what difference? Made this, like that. The, what made this particular time different? Yes. Yeah, what yeah, made you're this, right. Yeah. Like, what made this different? Y'all talk like right. that all the time. <laughs> so 
if, if you changing the rules, then y'all need to establish a, a, a absolutely a, yeah a different a foundation. Yeah, but change the rules in the middle of the game. He's probably not even aware of what he did because he's like, "What? I always do this." Yeah. So kind of identifying in her what changed within you when that was no longer okay. Yeah, yeah what changed? Yeah. And what then changed? how did you communicate or uh, establish yeah. that boundary, right? Yeah. Yeah. So pe- people struggle with that. That, and of course, the always and the nevers. Because when you say always and never, what happens? Yeah, and that's so you don't acknowledge. Yeah, you don't acknowledge yeah. the times that I did. You exactly. talk about, oh, well, I never wash the dishes. I never mm-hmm. clean up. What about last week? I actually did. So it kind of undermines them, right? Mm-hmm. And it makes them feel like what they're doing, what they did do, and the small efforts weren't good enough. Exactly. Back to that feeling of not being mm-hmm. good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What you mean? Yeah, what, yeah. What, 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 what you mean? Stonewalling and contempt and all of those. Yeah, critical. Yeah. So what do you, what do you mean? I, I, I did it last week and and or, or the week before that, and and you're saying I never do it. I, I never do it. You know. Then they give up. Yeah. Well, since you don't notice my efforts, I might as well stop trying. Yes. Yeah. I, I now, that's well. interesting you said that, <laughs> Naisha, because I I've been watching a marriage. What is it? Marriage at first sight. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling it comes on Wednesday and Thursdays. Okay. It's really dynamic in terms of some of the things, especially that all the therapists are good, mm-hmm. but even you learn so much from couples and, and when we're, you're learning from couples, so but you're learning about yourself mm-hmm. also and in your own situation and what contribution do you make to your relationship or your marriage right, or family right. after right. everything? Gotcha, gotcha. So it's all, you know, I look at, uh, sometimes we feel as professionals, we know what people want. Mm-hmm. So to me, a lot of people see us as a hierarchy, but this is the way I live my life, like this. Mm-hmm. Contribution, contribution. I'm not up, I'm not down. I'm with you. That's right. And and I've always learned from everyone mm-hmm. that has come. And sometimes I write out little things, and then I'll laugh, and they'll say something. I'm like, wait, hold up. I'm taking notes. My my sister, we always tease each other about, hold up, I want to write that down. Yeah. That happened twice yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, you saying that, um, it makes me think. You know, a lot of times when people come, couples come to therapy, they it feels like they want you to take a side. Oh, say that one. No, they they want you to say they want Ooh, you to be judging jury that. and say well you wrong you right exactly and and, and I'm like this ain't no Doctor Phil thing over <laughs> here I ain't doing that no not at all I, hear you, Gerald. <laughs> I, I ain't doing that I and the first thing I say I was not there in the situation so for me to say you right you wrong is for me, I think, to try to you know for me to understand everything but I hear what I hear and so let's look at the different factors may, that may influence the, the outcome. Yeah. The, 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 the outcome. What may be influencing that? Because the woman who says, well, he never buys me nothing. He never, he's, never, uh, he's never kind to me or warm. She says that. But then, as you were saying earlier, look, well, maybe she's always complaining. Maybe she's always fussing. Maybe she's always mm-hmm. n- never satisfied. So now, now he's tired. But we miss that part of the discussion if we don't walk through it. Absolutely. So 
we, we have to be able to step back and actually hear both sides yes. and then point out ways to help them address it, but not say, oh, no, you're right, you're wrong. So then they can take that immaturity. They can exactly. take it home and be like, see, the therapist said. <laughs> yeah, that's what they'll say, too. Yeah, because one day some lady said to me, uh, I don't I don't I didn't want my husband to come today because he looks at you as though you're just something so special and. He'll say, you said, you said, that's it kind of thing. And, you know. The word, we had according to, to Delilah. Uh, <laughs> Chapter five. My term is reject, skip over. Sorry. <laughs> Not at all. They, they, yeah, Not yeah, at all, yeah, but yeah. that's what happens. Sometimes it's difficult to stay neutral. Yeah, yeah. But through my experience, usually, if and when that happens, it's the male. This is a gender thing. That feels I'm taking up for the female. Right. Mm. And I even initially talk about remaining neutral when they come and how Absolutely. important that is. You mm. know, but I don't use the term right or wrong. Yeah. And I'll say, you can't draw me into that. You know, what do you think about it? How did, you know, did you see yourself? How did you feel about that? You know, what would you say about it? Well, if we changed, exchanged chairs, so, you know, I'm going to do a gestalt thing. I'm going to put you in this chair, and I want you to be me. What, how would you address it? Mm, exactly. So I yeah. get it off of me. Yeah. It helps to validate both sides. Yeah. That's, you know? yeah. I like um, that as clinicians, we aren't here to take sides. We aren't here to say who's right or wrong. But couples need validation. We all need validation mm -hmm. in all of our relationships. And I think that's the role of the clinician in couples therapy, Granted, I do not see couples, but um, I think that it's very important for people to be validated, you know, mm. for those same reasons. They're coming into therapy because they want to be seen. They want to be heard. There you go. Right? Mm -hmm. And they're looking for some type of understanding, and couples are looking for the therapist to be like that middle ground. And when mm. we have people who come into therapy um, for alternative reasons, then we can constantly bring them back. You know, we're not here to say whether or not, hey, we're coming to therapy because I want to know, should I break up with him or not? No, we're not here for that. We're here to figure out what some of your underlying concerns, what are his underlying concerns, and how can we um, come to, like, an even ground? What can we yeah. do to help the situation? Let's identify what got you guys to where, you know, you wanted to be in a relationship. How did things first start? Where are they now? How do we get back to at least the middle ground? Right. So yeah. as clinicians, we're here to guide them and give them skills. We're Beautiful. not here to tell them, hey, yeah. break up. I like divorce. that. That's not what we do. Yeah, that's not what we do. It, well and if said. they make that decision, they made that decision. Yeah, not the therapist told me to do so. We're just holding a yeah. flashlight directing right. their past. Right. Yeah. We're just here to help them through their journey. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. to say like, whoop, check off divorce. You got to go mm -hmm. or you're good. You guys are going to stay together. That's not our role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say that beautiful. That's what that, that, that's what's I like up. That. I, I I I love it. So look, you said something earlier about people needing individual counseling before maybe going into couples counseling. Right. Uh, could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Because I got my thoughts on that, but I wanted to hear a little yeah. bit more <laughs> yeah, about why you feel well, that we way. All know is even as a therapist together, in terms of the values would be different. The environment. Mm -hmm they were raised in is no most likely different you mm -hmm. know the way they trust or don't trust and are you allowed to communicate because so much is on communication mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what are your beliefs 
you know, beliefs are real important because I have heard a number of women say, especially younger women, but that was when I was younger, they were saying the same thing that, you know, all men, all men are not trustworthy. Mm. All. And then this is so funny because one girl said, oh, I know one, uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was funny because I know within my family system, including my daughter and her husband, I, I already know, you know, it's it's like uh, um, a person that is 100, 1,000% trustworthy. Mm. Right. You know, so, but because we do, we have these certain role models and mentors. And so when we come as a couple and we're not sure exactly, you know, uh, how this relationship is going to go, you know, we kind of just look at the better part of life and try to see in our perception. Their perception is different too. When you talk to change about that cognition, if you think like all men, Thinking, yes, mm -hmm. all men cheat, you know, yeah. all, what, yeah, remember that song, all men are dogs, all men are dogs, that's old from like the 90s probably, however, if you have that cognition that all men are unstable, they're going to cheat, they're this, they're that, and then you decide to go into a relationship with those same thought patterns, then that means the first Beautiful. time he messes up, you're feeding into yeah. that negative cognition. You're like, see, proof. I'm mm -hmm. right. They're right. The song is right. Media is right. All men are dogs. But yeah. how can we um, challenge that, right? How right. can we reverse that and reframe that into, no, like some people have cheated. You know, women cheat, men cheat. But let's find some of the positive qualities. Yeah, because what you focus on expands. Right. So if you focus on what's not working, what's not successful, what is not rewarding, mm -hmm. you know, however you think. I used to, because I don't have a good sense of direction, even now. But, okay. <laughs> but my thought is, you know, if you say, oh, I'm going to get lost, I'm going to get lost. I used to get lost all the time. Mm. But when I stopped saying that, because mm. like yeah, you said, absolutely. you know, thoughts are things. Yes. You know, our thoughts so, become mm -hmm. our reality. Exactly. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. So in individual therapy, you can work through some of those things, some of those shoulds exactly. and some of those yes. expectations yeah. that you have. Because and absolute thoughts. And his absolute yeah. thoughts. You can work through some of those things. Exactly. And it's hard to do that in couples therapy because couples therapy should be about learning skills and solving problems so you can move forward, not trying to figure out if you know how to trust somebody. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's individual. That's individual yeah. therapy. You know, yeah. uh, yes. if you got issues with your mom or your dad or nobody ever heard you, nobody allowed you to talk, nobody was affectionate with you. And so now you get in this relationship with someone and you expect them to do all these things exactly. that nobody mm -hmm. else, nobody else could yeah. do. You got to be mom. You got to be dad. Yes. Yeah. You got to yeah. be everybody except for their partner. Exactly. And you, no, not except for and their partner. I got to be right. mom, I right. got to be dad, and I got to be your partner. This is draining. I don't know my role. I don't know which hat to put on. However you feeling for today, I don't even know. You know, that's when couples need to identify, you know, the person in the relationship may say like, okay, this is draining for me. Mm -hmm. You got to go to therapy because I can't heal you. I can't do every piece. I want to be your partner. Yeah. I can't be everything. I cannot heal your trauma. But sometimes in relationships, we don't know when we're crossing that boundary. We feel like, that's my other half. I should be able to do this. But see, this is where <laughs> the misconceptions and the myths yeah. come and the perception. 
the things that we're taught. And a lot of times things that we're taught, we're wondering why they're not working. And a lot of times they're not working because whomever you're expecting certain uh, support from, they only know one way. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's millions of people on the planet. There's millions of ways that we can do things. Mm. But sometimes we look at things so absolute, like mm. it's just going to be that way. Uh, you know, or, or my mother did this to me. When we stop blaming people, blame has no value. Mm. Say you that know, again. It has no value. It, you can keep all your life. Mm. You can blame me all your life. Mm. But it has no value. It's just Write like that down, y'all. Pen and paper. Right? Put that in the comment <laughs> section. Blame has no value. It's like when you go to the post office, you mail the letter. You trust that it's going to get to where it's going to get to. Right, right. So sometimes we need to begin to love and trust ourselves more. Mm. Because that's where the codependency comes in. We cannot make a decision without someone else's input. Mm. You mm -hmm. know, or we had planned to do something, but you bail people out. Mm. You tell lies for them. You know, you set them up. So it, it, it can, as we know, it can get so deep. Gotcha. I'm going to tell the story right quick. Mm -hmm. There was a woman and her son was on mm -hmm. a crack. Mm -hmm. And every week she got paid, she'd keep her purse open. They oh. never talked about this. Totally nonverbal. Mm -hmm. But he would, she'd keep the cash mm -hmm. in her purse. He would come every Friday to get the cash. They lost their house. They lost everything. Mm -hmm. And she didn't come to me until all that was over. Mm. Yeah. She didn't tell you nothing until right. all of us over. Right. Yeah. Codependency, nonverbal on the negative side. Mm, 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 mm. And that was all she knew. That's all she knew. And, yeah. And that, that's so unfortunate. And so those are things we need to work out in individual therapy. We really can't address those things in couples therapy. And a lot of times, one of my resistance to doing a lot of couples therapy is typically people have waited too long to come. They, they, they out the door and Tell they, they come into therapy at the last the moment, last, the last, last hour. resort. You, you should like, be a magician. Court is buddy. next week. Like, like, we need to go to therapy today. It, it, it's it, it's like they've been in a boxing fight and it's like right. counting, like trying to make sure that they can get up and fight again. They're they're done. And so now they come into therapy sessions and it's like, okay, so now we're going to fix this. But there's so much stuff going on. There's so much uh, resentment, con uh, contempt, oh. and defensiveness. <laughs> and all this stuff and stonewalling all these crazy things are going on which we're going to talk about more in the next episode but and, and so you can't address that and i'm like no you need to go and talk to individual therapy really a therapist and really evaluate what you're thinking what you're feeling and really decide if you really want to move forward with this but if you're trying to use this to make that decision you in the wrong place and yes. what do couples fight about <sighs> you see that Zero. Zero, because you can fight about, well, my husband didn't put the toilet seat down. No. But usually what happens is we address issues or we don't address issues, but something came before and happened that. before that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. we like when we don't get we don't get angry for what's going on right now. We exactly. get angry for something that happened in the past. Exactly. That's what the Course of Miracles said. And, and, it was and, already there. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So we have and to something exploded or initiated or provoked it and it came up and you put it on that. Gotcha. You know, placement. You placed it on that. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. So some takeaways we can take from this particular, uh, this particular episode I, might be number one is that when you come to couples therapy, you need to be prepared to address couples issues and not individual issues. You need to rethink how you communicate, be open, try to be less defensive. Any, yeah. Anything else you guys might want to add to that? Well, I, I think we were going to move into yeah, so, another segment. Yes, ma'am. We're going to move into another segment. Um, and, and so, so we can talk. The third point today is um, as you are using the garbage, the trash can analogy, analogy I love that. Um, the third point could definitely be being open, being transparent, being able to be more um, dialectical, validate your partner, understand that Absolutely. there's two people, you know, there's two hearts, two souls in that room that you're really trying to figure out, um, is this best for me or mm -hmm. not? But being able to understand this person's point of view as well. So I really like that trash yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah That's yeah. great because it brought yeah. me to what I do is take a piece of paper and draw a floor, like, you know, little blocks. Mm -hmm. And so because they interrupt so much, I'll say, oh, no, she's on the floor right now. He's on the floor. And that person stops and gives respect. To what they have to say. Gotcha. Yeah, you, you know, got. Just, yeah, you got to be able to hear. You got to yeah. be able to respect and to hear listen. what to listen to what the other person's saying. You know, we we oftentimes talk about active listening, and and, and you know, so being able to refer back to what that person's saying. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, give them a summary and then say, exactly. is this is what is this what is this what you mean or this mm -hmm. is what you're saying? And paraphrase. They can say, yeah, paraphrasing, yeah. and that person can say yes or no because it helps them to better understand before they respond. Exactly. Because, you know, a lot of times when people communicate, they're already thinking about what they want to say. That's what they're I'm not saying. even listening. And they're not even listening <laughs> to what you like, just stop said. Stop talking so I can say what I was about to even, say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and especially the little kids, and they grow up and keep, keep on that same framework. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Those are some good key hey, points, teacher. you know, yeah. to start with. Yeah, yo, know what the other child said. Yes, yes. So, thank you. We got some more coming yes, in our absolutely. next episode. We're going to talk about the four horsemen, the Gottman's four horsemen, defensiveness, criticism, stonewalling, and contempt. Woo! Stay tuned for some more. And don't forget to like and subscribe and leave your comments please in the do. comment section. Yes. Please, please. Please, I'll talk to y'all a little bit later. Bye.